common sense. It's not so common anymore. That's why we need Scott Inez more than ever. It's time for Inez Says. there. I welcome you back to the Inez Says Podcast. I am Scott Inez. Thanks so much for climbing aboard today. You can find the podcast all over the place, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and of course, right there in the WDBO app. And check me out on the radio each and every weekday morning with Orlando's Morning News 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. And be sure to stream us in the WDBO app. Well, it is America's new weapon of mass destruction, fentanyl. Go ahead and Google it. It is killing people every day in this country. And as a matter of fact, it is a drug that is killing Americans at an alarming rate, so much so that it has become the leading cause of death in America right now. So I reached out to one of the leading experts in the nation on this drug to talk about what we can do as a nation to fight a drug killing over 100,000 Americans a year in the deadliest drug epidemic in American history. Here's that conversation now. I thought of Andre Bailey. Andre is the guy over at Project Opioid located here in Orlando, but he does work all over the country. And again, I saw a couple of stories. And Andre, we've talked often about the fentanyl crisis in this country. Most of this stuff is coming over the southern border. Last weekend, we saw President Biden go to the border and he said he would get the resources needed to help. Not quite sure what that meant, what kind of resources we're talking about here. But dealing with this killer every day, as you do here in central Florida and all over the nation, Andre, were you encouraged? Were you discouraged? What are your thoughts about that visit to the border by the president? Well, Scott, first of all, thank you for uh, continuing this conversation on these deadly drugs. Uh, Scott, here's the real question. 100,000 young people died of overdose last year in America, a thousand in central Florida. Think about that. Orange Osceola Seminole, your audience expanded central Florida. A thousand people died, mostly of fentanyl last year. What else would we tolerate in this country a hundred thousand deaths for? And so this border crisis is significant, Scott, because All of these drugs, ALL, all of these drugs are coming from Mexico via most of the ingredients from China. So when you think about China and Mexico as countries taking no responsibility, we have to find the political will to stop these drugs from coming in. It's going to be easier said than done. But the effort we've made so far is criminal in nature. It, it is. I totally agree with that. And, and I, you know, you, you, you talk about finding the political will. It's just common sense. Just shut it down. My goodness gracious, our people are dying. And I saw this story this morning about this fentanyl bust in Arizona. Agents seizing enough of this stuff to kill 42 million people. Luckily, they, they caught it. But it, it does make you wonder how much of this stuff has gone by. Nonetheless, if that's not an eye opener in Washington, D.C. at the White House, I don't know what is. And Scott, forget Washington, D.C. and and the border. In central Florida, where your listeners are tuning in right now, Scott, every single day, every day, I get a call from a parent who is either trying to rescue their kids from the clutches of fentanyl addiction or who's burying their kid, putting them in the ground and burying them. Many times, Scott, most of the time, 
these kids don't really even know what they're taking, right? Like, so we have, you know, I'm a conservative guy. We love personal responsibility conversations. But Scott, what if your kid, your high school or your college age kid doesn't even know the power of the drug they're taking, or they think they're taking an Adderall or a Percocet or an oxycodone prescription pill, and it's actually a cartel-made fake pill that has fentanyl in it. That's what's happening right now in our community. These drugs are coming across the southern border, but they are everywhere in central Florida right now. And again, one thousand dead young people in central florida greater central florida this year from the drugs coming from mexico and i saw this story this morning about this new york kid who was smoking a vape believed to be marijuana but apparently was laced with fentanyl andre like this is scary stuff for kids for parents like how how in the world does say marijuana get laced with fentanyl listen i was talking to sheriff dennis lima who's the the wonderful leader of law enforcement in seminole county just Two days ago, he was saying they had an overdose that they believe, I'm not speaking out of school here, was marijuana laced with fentanyl in his community right around the corner mm. in Seminole County. And so, Scott, here's the simple part. Here's the simple part to understand. Fentanyl doesn't come from a plant. It's not like cocaine that's grown, you know, originates from a plant or, or heroin that originates from the opioid poppy. Fentanyl is just chemicals made in a laboratory. So, and it's the most addictive thing we've ever seen, 50 times more powerful than heroin. So drug dealers, including these cartels, can produce, let's say, $50,000 worth of it and make $50 million in profit uh, and get their, uh, their clients addicted in a way they've never been addicted before. So the drug dealers have every incentive in the world to put fentanyl in anything and every drug imaginable because it's it, – imagine going through the drive-thru of McDonald's or Dunkin' Donuts and you have one hamburger and you can't stop going to McDonald's three times a day, right? Mm. Th th that idea is what's happening now with drugs. The message we have to have and the message we have at Project Opioid is the front line is the Mexican border, and then it's your own home. It's your high school. It's your church. It's your company. We all have to get involved in stopping overdoses from killing a generation. We did that story not too long ago about that Tavares police officer up there collapsing from exposure to fentanyl that was in a car that had been stopped. She had to be revived, what, three times, I believe, with Narcan, so... We know how big a problem this is all over the nation. We know how big a problem this is here in Central Florida. And and by the way, thank goodness for Narcan, correct? I mean, it, it is a lifesaver for so many people out there right now. The death rate would be in the millions uh, in this country, if not for Narcan and, and other powerful forms of naloxone. But again, Scott, like this, this every listener out there that has a teenager a, a, a friend or a child in their 20s, this sh they have to take this seriously in a way that I don't think we've thought of in the past when it comes to drugs. We need to be putting pressure on our elected leaders, including Governor DeSantis. Obviously, he's supportive of these measures at the southern border. But our president, no matter what your political affiliation, we need to send a message to Washington. What else would we allow Mexico, China, any country to kill 100,000 Americans yearly and get away with it. There has to be consequences for the country of Mexico for allowing this to happen. 
Scott, not to get into the weeds here, but if, if you look into the Mexican cartels, you hear about the Mexican cartels in control of fentanyl. The Sinaloa cartel has basically broken up, and now there's 50 different cartels pouring this drug into the country. The reason I say that is we're not going to just fly over and take out the heads of these cartels. It's going to have to be the southern border and the Mexican government held accountable that stops these drugs from coming into America. And then it's your listeners getting involved with organizations like Project Opioid in their community so that we can fight this battle in all of our homes, in our high schools, in our churches, in our companies, and save our young people um, from this destruction. How can people get involved in your organization, Andre? Listen, reach out to me. I'm Andre Bailey. I'm easy to find. Uh, I'm at Andre at ProjectOpioid.org. Thanks to Project Opioid's Andre Bailey for coming on to the Inez Says podcast today. That will wrap it up for the podcast. Join me on the radio each and every weekday morning, Orlando's Morning News, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. I'll see you next time.